Welcome to Funny Women Behind the Scenes, a sequined covered podcast hosted by international showgirl and comedian Ivy Page. We'll be exploring what it's really like to work in the entertainment industry, from live comedy and cabaret to television and film. Brought to you by Funny Women, the leading community for female comedy. So let's get on with the show and welcome your host, Ivy Page. Hello and good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this very, very special live edition of the Funny Women Behind the Scenes podcast. And I am your hostess with the mostess, the international showgirl, Ivy Page, and I'm welcoming you into my burlesque boudoir. We've got our feathers. And I'm very excited because today I am going to be talking to and interviewing, not only is she a dear friend of mine, but she's an incredibly inspiring woman. It is the powerhouse that is the West End burlesque star and so much more, the incredible Miss Polly Ray. Welcome, Polly. Hello. Hello, hello. Oh, it's so lovely to have you, Polly. First of all, how are you? I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm feeling fabulous. This is the first time I have done a red lip and a hair set in probably about a year. Um, So, uh, yeah, feeling fresh. Well, you look fabulous. Happy International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day indeed. What an amazing thing to be celebrating on such a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day, isn't it? I managed to get out for a little stroll earlier on. So it's International Women's Day, which is why I wanted to talk to you because you're such an incredibly inspiring woman. And I know that our, our, all of our funny women community would love to hear more from you. So obviously you and I, we have known each other for, for many years for many years, uh, Polly and I, we both started out um, in cabaret and burlesque around about the same time, wasn't it? Yeah, so I think we're talking like 15, I, I know my, I'm 15 years and I think you had started just before me actually. So I think we're pushing around the 15, 15 16 year mark that we've known each other. Yeah, we have. Well, one of our, my, my earliest memories of uh, when Polly and I, we used to do a cabaret show, a cabaret club in Holborn uh, called Volupte. Um, and we, was, we were sitting on a fridge, weren't we? Oh, talking, yeah. talking about our dreams. Yeah, yeah we were just little, uh, little newbies to this fabulous new world that both of us had just discovered. And we did. We had these big dreams and aspirations. And yeah, we went from... Uh, a little washing machine in Holborn, <laughs> fabulous things. So our dreams came true. <laughs> they did, but they didn't just come true, did they? And this is why, you know, I want to tell and for you have to, to tell your inspiring story. So um, let's go right back to the beginning of your burlesque career. So how did you go from uh, cabaret, you know, starlet to star of the West End? What was the journey for you? How did that begin? Well, I guess it began in around about 2005, 2006. I always loved performing and always wanted to be an artist, but I'd never really done anything about it. I, after high school, I went to college and studied mm. therapy. Oh, okay. So you didn't have, you didn't study performing? No, I didn't go to, to theatre school, dance school or anything. I was in a little dance troupe when I was a, a little one, but I, you know, never continued on with that. I always wished I had done, but I didn't. I, I got to 11. So I used to be in a little dance troupe called the Harwin School of Dancing. And we used to do, funnily enough, we used to do like vintage dance performance, which ironically 
you know, years and years, years later, I'm dancing to the same sorts of <laughs> curling my tassels. But anyway, that's by the by. That's just something that occurred to me. But yeah, so um, I left school and I went to college to study beauty therapy. And then after that, um, the most interesting thing that I could do with this qualification was work on the cruise ships. So I worked mm -hmm. on the cruise ships as a beauty therapist for a couple of years. Then when I came back, I was like, what else can I do now that's interesting? I went to Australia for a year. Then after Australia, I came back to the UK and just thought to myself, I don't want this to be my career. I've always mm -hmm. wanted to be a performer. I've always wanted to do something um, with that in my life. Um, and uh, so I came back to the UK and I moved to London and I moved in with a friend of mine who was a Bollywood dancer. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so I move in with Naz, uh, who is uh, the brother of a very close friend of mine. And, um, and I'd started out working in Selfridges. I was working in Debenhams and Selfridges selling cosmetics. But at the same time, I was living with Naz and he introduced me um, to a girl called Seema. Do you remember Seema? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So she, he introduced me to Seema and Seema was in this Bollywood dance troupe called 3B. And so I went to an audition. So my first performance experience was going to be going to this audition to be in a, a Bollywood dance troupe. And I went to this audition and I got in because um, I give good face, basically. <laughs> it's all about facial expression. We'll be talking about that later on, about in comedy and burlesque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was my first like little taste of being on a stage um, and at the same time I did some vocal coaching I started going to dance works doing dance classes and started slowly started to audition for different things I didn't know at that point where my life was going to take me and what direction it was going to take me um, because I'd never heard of burlesque so I was auditioning for girl bands and I was you're singing acoustically in pubs and doing all sorts of different things to kind of try and find my avenue. And it was one particular Sunday after a 3B rehearsal that um, Joe King and the London Academy of Burlesque, she was hosting a free class, free one hour class as an introduction to her burlesque course at Danceworks. And so I remember vividly going there. Um, it, this would have been late 2005, going to this free class um, and uh, having one hour of, of an art form that completely and utterly changed my life. You didn't start as a performer. And I think this is quite interesting about how you don't have to necessarily have gone to drama school or to have gone to dance school and actually the benefit of going to different workshops and trying things out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not having the training was something that had originally held me back. Um was that the fear? I mean, I'm really, I'm, the reason I say this is because um, through Funny Women, like we do the Funny Women Crash Course, where, which I, I teach on and I've done it myself. And there's loads of different workshops that people can get involved in. Um, do you, was it the fear of I don't have this to validate myself as a performer? Was that what was holding you back? Of course, it was the fear. I don't have the skills. I'm not good enough. How on earth could I possibly think that little old me from Preston would ever be able to be successful in this business, especially being in London when there's thousands of other people who are way more skilled and experienced than I am. And so that's how I used to feel. However, in my early 20s, I got super into all this self-help stuff. 
And um, one of the things that, that really gave me a kick up the bum was I was reading this book called How to Be Your Own Life Coach. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, it, I didn't even read the whole book, but the first chapter was like, name five things that you've always wanted to do, you've always wanted to do, but you've never done. And my, my five things were being a show, sung in a band, being on a red carpet as a, as a celeb, celebrity yeah. of, a, of a movie premiere, um, have a really, really swanky meal and fall in love. Have you done them all now? I have. And yeah, and uh, but that was, you know, when I was analysing what was going on in my life, I was feeling inspired because I've been doing all this motivational stuff. And I looked at that list and, and it was obvious what I needed to do. You know, if you've always wanted to do something, you have to try. But you have evolved. When we first started working together, I used to host your shows, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You did, yeah, absolutely. And you didn't say a word. Say a word for probably the first five or six years. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about that. So let's talk about the leap from being um, effectively a silent performer, the star of your show, but a silent performer in your show, uh, to to being the, the... the, the talking character, uh, the funny character, because I know, I know that that was something that you maybe didn't, you didn't do that in your shows, did you, uh, verbally? No, absolutely not. And again, that was something that, that was a confidence I needed to find in my ability to connect with my audience, with my voice. Um, I'd always felt like I, I, I needed a host to entertain the audience um, and to be there as the voice for, the, for my shows and all my shows, like literally um, from our shows at the Lupte to the shows at the Soho Review Bar, when we moved to Leicester Square Theatre and then when we when I moved into the Hurley Burley show in the West End, I, I really barely said it. I can't believe and I can't believe now that I didn't say anything. I barely I didn't even introduce songs. I just didn't say anything. I remember. <laughs> I was introducing you. <laughs> it's, but it's just so funny to to reflect on that because I haven't really thought about it. And although I did well with the way I was before, everything changed for me and my relationship with my audience the moment I was able to communicate with them vocally, which, of course, you'll have have a, a huge amount of experience with. And being able to do that was so magical and it made performing so much more fun because you felt that connection with the audience. But I just, yeah, I can't believe it took me so long. And now you can't shut me up. You're listening to Funny Women Behind the Scenes. All the backstage gossip and more. Do you feel that by creating your own show, and, uh, you know, I often talk about this because I've done a similar format, but you put yourself as the front woman. um, By having that space, that really was a stepping stone to how your show evolved to get it to the West End. Once you know what you want then you can focus and you can go for it. Like the Mm. moment I discovered burlesque, I was like, right, what can I do with this? What do I want out of this? And I wanted the Cirque du Soleil of burlesque shows. I wanted the biggest burlesque show that London had ever seen. Full production, big burlesque production show. 
that is what I wanted. So the moment I met Jo King, did her course, I was like, right, that is what I want to achieve. So that is when I started my journey to get there. And, you know, obviously it did come overnight and it and there was there was lots of mistakes along the way but i had that end goal and because i had that end goal i just feel like that's how the universe gave me all the things i needed to to get me to that goal do you know what i mean yeah i do i mean i'm similar and i very much believe in having an end goal and having a focus and just going for it which is again why i find you so obviously you're my friend but it's find you so inspiring is because i know that goal i remember sitting there with you at various different points and over the years and and watching you and you know being so inspired and so happy for your success because i know that you worked solidly to have that success it couldn't be any more deserved. Um, I wanted, that's all right. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about burlesque and comedy um, because I know that that's a journey that you've been on. So how do you incorporate comedy into your shows? I mean, I think burlesque in general, the word, the word burlesque is, from the Latin word burla, which means to make a mockery of something. So burlesque in general has always been satire or parody. So there's always been elements of humour in my shows. I've always loved the nudge, nudge, wink, wink, innuendo humour. Me too. Comedy is now very, very important to me. I really want those laughs. I don't like it anything to be serious. Um, and I like to use humour with my audience interaction now. You know, I've honed my skills with that, you know, as well, interacting with the audience, which I'm a bit nervous about going back to work now. We can't get in there with the audience. We should. So when you're, when you're um, approaching your material now with the kind of this new framework that you work within, do you write your jokes or do you just riff off the audience with a bank of material that you have? That's exactly what I do, the latter. So I, I've got my bank um, and if I, but obviously I riff off the audience and if I find a one liner comes out that drops really well, then it goes in the book. And then you kind of just go with the flow of the audience and how it feels and... Yeah. And see what happens. And that, the prospect of that used to be absolutely terrifying to me terrifying I feel like I'm out there on my own um with no wings to fly but now I feel so much better not being stuck with a script because if you're with a script and you have to stick to it you can't go off peace because if you do you might get lost this is funny women behind the scenes if you want to know more about us visit www.funnywomen.com now, um, we've got our wonderful head honcho, Lynn uh, Parker, who is going to come and join us. And then I'm going to ask you some more about your new project. So, Lynn, where are you, Lynn? I'm going to entice her out from the gin cabinet, wherever she is. Hi, Lynn. Hello. Um, so, Polly, I w- I'm glad Lynn's here for this uh, bit of the our chat. I want to talk about Wiggle for Wellness. So and International Women's Day is the perfect time for us to, to talk about this. What is Wiggle for Wellness? 
Okay, so Wiggle for Wellness is a female empowerment and wellness concept inspired by the art of burlesque. So it's a little bit of burlesque, a little bit of dance and movement, and a little bit of a motivational sort of kick up your bum to remind you that you are gorgeous and you are fabulous. So that's in a nutshell what Wiggle for Wellness is. I've been teaching burlesque for just about as long as I have been performing it. Joe taught me to teach it very, very early on. And Wiggle for Wellness, I mean, there's, there's a lot of burlesque classes out there, but Wiggle for Wellness um, is more of a wellness concept um, rather than a burlesque class. It's inspired by burlesque, but the burlesque elements are more what I have learned about burlesque as a woman, less as a performer. What burlesque has done for me as a female. So I'm using my experience to help inspire um, women. Um, so I think that every woman deserves to feel absolutely fantastic about herself. I believe that every woman should be able to love herself wholeheartedly and know that it is possible to love yourself wholeheartedly and through burlesque i mean burlesque has become so popular especially for women not just because of the theater and the glamour but because burlesque is sort of a it's a gateway to self-confidence it, mm. it's a gateway to female empowerment and the celebration of entire femininity and you know burlesque isn't just about the striptease that's a wonderful element of burlesque but for me uh, and in terms of how burlesque has benefited me is the mindset that comes from burlesque burlesque has taught me how to talk to myself positively don't get me wrong i still have my insecurities we all have insecurities but what i teach in wiggle for wellness is you know about how we talk to ourselves turning the volume down on the negative things that we say to ourselves turning the volume up on the positive things that we say to ourselves so what would be a top tip that you could give our our, our listeners right now to turn up the positivity a turn up the positivity well we can do some affirmations if you like yeah, I'm up for that, Lynn. Oh, yes. I love an affirmation. Yeah, let's go <laughs> so for it. A typical class, a typical Wiggle for Wellness class would start with an introduction from myself. And I do I do like to use a lot of dialogue to, to try and give my, my ladies a boost. Um, but we always start the class with affirmations because obviously affirmations um, – bring that positive energy to the group um, and we start off with these affirmations and then we also do the class and then we finish the class with affirmations as well so i've got a nice long list of affirmations you can keep these affirmations and you can use two or three each day but i'm going we're going to go through all of them because they're all my favorite ones okay so girls you're going to do and say this with me okay we're in sure we're in so first one is i am beautiful I am, be I am beautiful. I am enough exactly the way that I am. I, I am, am enough exactly the way, way I, I, I am. am. <laughs> I every inch of the incredible woman that I am. I am every inch of the incredible woman that I am. I said that in my head just so we didn't overlap no for, for editing purposes. 
I release the need to judge myself and my body. I release the need to judge myself and my body. Well, that feels really relevant to me right now. Right. Okay. And I, this is one that I've added just recently because this is something I've been thinking about. So this is a two prong affirmation, but the first part is I will not allow society and media to dictate how I feel about myself. Oh, nice. I'll say it again. I will not allow society and media to dictate how I feel about myself. I will not allow. I will not. Was it? I will not dictate. Sorry. Let's let's do it slowly. I will yeah. not allow society and media. I will not allow society and media to dictate how I feel about myself. To dictate how I feel about myself. The only approval I will ever need. The only approval I will ever need. Is my own. Is my own. And I approve of myself wholeheartedly. And I approve of myself wholeheartedly. And I am freaking fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all say that one together. And, and I, I am freaking fabulous and i hope everybody who's do, who's listening to us and watching this is saying it too yeah I'll, I'll have to send you those and i don't know if there's somewhere we can post them but um if anybody wants to to have a uh, that list of things like that that they can say to themselves every single day it's so hard to um to constantly remind yourself that you are amazing we're constantly telling ourselves that we're not amazing and the society and media is constantly telling us that we're not enough Instagram is telling us that we need that filter, we need that Botox, we need those fillers, we have to have them else we're not beautiful. That is utter bullshit. So that's why I wanted to create Wiggle for Wellness to remind people that they are beautiful just the way that they are and they are allowed to feel that way. You can have permission to love yourself exactly the way you are regardless of any insecurities you might have. Um, thank you, Polly. That was absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> I feel I feel fabulous. I feel fabulous, uh, and I think that resonates. I think that resonates with all of our, our viewers and, and listeners. Um, I, there's one thing I wanted to talk about before you go because we spoke about this before, but it was my big four O last year, and I feel like it's something that I like to, to tell people because there's can be such shaming uh, for, to women and that age and that you can't be fabulous or beautiful as you're aging. And it's your big 4-0 this year, isn't it? It is. It is my big 4-0. And you know what? I have never felt better. I really, really haven't. I'm really excited to be 40. Um, I just had a little baby. Yay! You know, I, I'm ready for the next phase. I feel like I've done one you know, a huge side of my career and and now I'm focusing on family, but I'm really, really excited for the future. And I really do want to focus on wellness because I think that it's something that's becoming more and more and more important these days. And, uh, you know, it makes me feel good. So if I benefit from, from this for myself, then I really want to be able to share it with other people. I mean, you know, 
being 40, you know, you do it again, like I said, you know, I have insecurities. I say horrible things to myself often. And especially now, like, you know, I've just had a baby. So I've put on a little bit of weight. I've been feeling really tired, but today I put on a lip, you know, I've done my hair and actually I feel like myself again and I feel amazing. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and yeah, so I, I say yay for 40 fabulous at 40 oh yeah fabulous fabulous at any age um there's something i want to i want to kind of pick up on with you lynn and and link into what we were talking about polly because i think i think it's really relevant which is first of all like both polly and i found a community in burlesque and obviously there's we've found a you know community in funny women um but at the start of polly's career she did lots of workshops to try to work out what she was doing and the benefits they had so let's talk about the the workshops that funny women offer and and how that can offer progress to people who have other jobs and might be thinking how do i get into the world of performing or the world of comedy well that's really um a really good question she said in a sort of politician type way there um <laughs> Oh yeah, that's it. Me, yeah, for, yeah, I, I'd be yeah. paid for number ten. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we we started running workshops all oh, about twelve years ago because what was happening? A lot of people were coming to us and saying, "How do I get into comedy?" Um, and it started in a very small way. And I had a couple of comedians that used to help out. And then someone let me down, and <laughs> I remember thinking, "Oh God, I've got to run a workshop." Okay, I'll run it. And so that's how I ended up running Stand Up to Stand Out, which is my sort of introduction to stand up. And because I'm not a stand up, I have a very different perspective of it. It's nothing wrong with being a comedian running workshops, but I think it's quite interesting because I'm not interested in being a comedian myself. I have a different way of running things. So I might be like a sort of, you know, I'm more like a director showing people how to do things you know so and i think that's a really interesting perspective on how i run the workshops that i mainly run and then we have lots of other brilliant experts like the wonderful ivy that come in and do various aspects of um comedy so comedy writing um comedy improvisation uh ivy you do body and physical confidence um we have some brilliant improvisers that work with us and we have also have the amazing logan murray that pops up every now and then when we do our comedy courses who is probably the one of the best known comedy uh trainers in in the uk um and the great thing about the pandemic is that we've been able to pivot all of that online and you mentioned it earlier but we run the comedy crash courses which is a full week so you have an hour a day for a week with a showcase on the friday and you get a little different bit of comedy every day and they have been i think we're about to run our seventh course since the first lockdown and it's i know there have been a few people on the twitch today that we've met through running the courses so that taps into very much what you're saying about community as well. I think the fact is that we've been able to provide a real focus point online, not just, I mean, we do all the networking and the meeting and the chatting as well, but, you know, coming along an hour a day to try out comedy. I mean, Ivy, you've had some amazing women doing 
burlesque on the Holly, I was getting the, them to do the facial expression oh, exercise. So brilliant. Like, oh. Yeah, just absolutely fantastic. And just seeing these women emerge at the end of the week, having made uh, we've had um Sophie McCartney has come and done um video training with them and Anna Morris as well. So at the end of the week, some of the women have performed either couple of minutes of stand up into the zoom um or they've made little films during the week as well and we i just i've been bowled over by the talent so that kind of informs where we're going as well with the competition and that this year is because it's not going to be the same we're going to have to carry on doing everything online but i think we've all i don't know about both of you but i think you both said something earlier about performing to an empty space you've just got to visualize that audience you've got to pretend they're there yeah they're, they're sitting here on the other yeah. side of zoom listening to us because they're there and actually the great thing about twitch is you can see them because they're commenting as well so you know um it is it is all about that um i think you can learn so much about yourself and your ability to perform <laughs> in a weird kind of way when there isn't an audience mm. Um, and that's, I, I never, that's just like doing the Edinburgh Fringe, isn't it? <laughs> yes. yes, when you've got two people in yeah. a room. There's yeah. no difference there. <laughs> Mind you, I think that would be acceptable now. That would be socially distancing. Yeah, that, that's, it, a, really? that's, a sell, that's a sellout run. <laughs> yeah. But um, I did want to pick up on the age thing as well, because I just thought you, you two are babies, you know. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm 64 and proud. And I think what happens to women as we get older... Um, you do. I mean, I, I think you do lose your physical confidence. And I think lockdown's been very bad for a lot of people. I've got a very elderly mum and she's not been moving around or getting out. So I was going to ask Polly if she'd got any anything for... Uh, I don't... I mean, I don't feel old, but, you know, I do at 10 o'clock at night after a glass of wine and I'm drifted off on the sofa. But, you know, um, what what can we all do that would kind of give us a little boost physically is there a couple of really simple tips would you like to learn a couple of moves yeah why not we do some moves yeah i'm i'm, yeah. I'm going i'm going I, I, I am taking on two queens of burlesque here but why not <laughs> what the hell you know <sighs> because wiggle for wellness it's not just about me jabbering on about how to love yourself it's also it's also about the physical and it's also about the movement and 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 loving your body and caressing your body and enjoying your body okay so wiggle for wellness it's in the name let's teach you how to wiggle first of all okay okay oh gosh so you've got to stand up for this so oh, at but... 10 o'clock when you've had a few gins we're standing up getting ready for bed and you just catch yourself in the mirror Instead of looking at yourself and going, oh no, you're going to catch yourself and you're going to go, ooh. I'm going to start off a little pose. So let's just have one hand on one hip. Maybe have one hand up in the hair. I look like a disco ball. <laughs> and so you catch, you catch yourself, you make eye contact with yourself, catch yourself in the mirror. And first of all, we can do a little bit of those affirmations. You can go, you are beautiful. 
You are beautiful. Yeah, give yourself a little wink. <laughs> and then let's try a wiggle. So a wiggle looks like this. A wiggle is a figure eight from side to side, okay? So all the moves in burlesque back in the day were designed to enhance one's femininity. So they were all about moving your hips, moving your body in a way that accentuates your womanliness. And the more you move, the more curves we see, the better it is. So that's right, Lynn. Hands are on your hips, on the body that's right ivy and then what we're going to do i'm going to move back a little bit so you can see me is we're going to take our hip from side to side like this <laughs> okay so now we imagine we're drawing a figure eight with our hips and that is what a wiggle is so mama jojo always used to say to me if in doubt wiggle so what <laughs> i think to you is at 10 p.m You've got a gin, you're in front of the mirror in your bedroom, put on a track that you really enjoy, stand in the mirror and do this, Lynn. This is what I want you to do. And what I also want you to do as you're wiggling is bring your hands up your body. If you want a cheeky stroke up, up over those breasts, you can do. Can I do this in Audi <laughs> when I'm shopping? <laughs> using your hands as you're moving so we can take them out to the sides if we want to and then we can bring them up and then what we're going to do is going to stop bring the hands up stroke the sides of the breasts bring the hands up into the air and say again you are fabulous you are fabulous you are fabulous oh oh <laughs> Oh, that was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, Polly, I know well, I'm going to have to wrap up uh, very soon. We've only got a few minutes left. Now, as a performer, that I've got this wonderful ray of light that's shining on me. Um, uh, as a performer that started off not really having a speaking voice, um, I think your journey is so incredibly inspiring. Your evolution as an artist, um, you found burlesque and that gave you a voice uh the affirmations are incredible please 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 keep telling uh, telling us them um before we leave how can people find you if they want to learn more about wiggle for wellness absolutely so it's wiggleforwellness.com and uh, wiggle for wellness uh, at wiggle for wellness on instagram um i have obviously been taking a break because of my little bubba but i am planning and as soon as we can get together again in the summertime i am planning on doing some workshops in the kent area and I plan on getting back to London as well. So as soon as those workshops go up, they'll be uplisted on the website and on my Instagram. So please, please, please follow and come and join us. It's such a laugh. It doesn't take itself too seriously and you can enjoy yourself and enjoy and connect with your body in an environment where nobody's judging you. And that's what I love about it. We're all women together. Oh, thank you so much, Polly. You are an incredibly inspiring woman. An amazing guest for this very special live edition of Behind the Scenes podcast. And before we go, I just want to remind everybody to go and subscribe to our Behind the Scenes podcast. We've got series two. We're recording it now. We've got some amazing guests coming up for you. And also, I'm going to be doing another workshop for funny women all about variety, cabaret. Going to be learning about how we can use uh, burlesque in our comedy work. So please head over to the Funny Women page um, so you can go and uh, sign up for that. Lynn, it's been so 
lovely to see you. Yeah. Thank you so much, both of you. I feel very, um, I feel very gorgeous after that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling fabulous. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you. Really My pleasure. Enjoy the rest of the stream, everybody. I'm going to be watching. I'm Ivy Page. Uh, this is Behind the Scenes, and I will see you all very soon. You've been listening to Funny Women Behind the Scenes with Ivy Page. If you like us, please subscribe, review, and share. <laughs> <laughs>